0: Hello and welcome to Playing and Catch Up. I'm Tom Bailey and I'm joined once again by Tim Owen. Uh, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, um, the general idea of the show is that each week Tim and I pick a game from each other's pile of shame. We each go away, play the, play our chosen game for a week, come back and discuss it in the next episode and, and that's pretty much it. Before we get into this week's games, I, I do have a quick confession to make. I won't do this every week because I know I spoke about it briefly last time, Tim, but since we recorded the first episode, I've added 26 games to my pile of shame. <laughs> and to be fair about a third of those were in a like a cheap steam bundle but um it just kind of illustrates the the problem that we're trying to get around with this podcast like i said me much much more than you but
1: only a third what have you spent
0: well it was about three quid for the, for those eight or nine games on pc and then i reckon i spent about 15 quid on games in the xbox sale stuff like a server's wrath rock band blitz a few bits and pieces there and then i bought Oh, The Last of Us on PlayStation. So all in all, probably about 40 quid.
1: Oh, right, okay. Get Last yeah. of Us played anyway, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely going towards the top of the pile, I think. But yeah, um, I've got a bunch more to get through, not helping myself really. But anyway, let's get onto the games. Last week I picked Bastion for you. Yeah. It was released in 2011 by Supergiant Games. It came out initially on PC and Xbox Live Arcade, and then subsequently on, on Mac and iOS. It's uh, it's an isometric action RPG, and I kind of picked it partly because I have really fond memories of playing through it, but but also partly because I know some elements of the game divided the opinion. um but how did you get on with it?
1: I'll say straight away, I think this is a good game for this podcast, this sort of, you know, get stuck into a game, no matter what you first think of it. Yeah. Um, the first two hours, I'd say, I didn't like the game at all. I was oh, really? really not warm into it. I'll say, so basically it throws you in, it's this west... Sort of western Western-flavoured um, action RPG. It throws you in straight away. I wasn't really keen on the visuals of it. I didn't particularly like how it looked. The majority, well, the whole of the game is um, basically you walking along while this uh, voiceover gruff guy sort of talks you through what's happening. It doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's, it's sort of a, it's, it's got a good flavour to it, I suppose. Yeah, so it throws you in. You start walking along. You pick up a hammer to begin with. Um, and you just bash you it's throwing enemies at you, you're bashing them and it goes on for that for quite a while and I wasn't I wasn't feeling it at all but then suddenly it does it does give you uh, a couple of guns and I think that's basically the, the game I think works very well with guns and not well at all with the close range weapons so straight away it gave me a gun and then I got another gun shortly after and I was basically playing it almost as a twin stick shooter okay. so it had gone from this sort of them bashing everything Diablo type game to a uh, dashing around, dodging around enemies and shooting them from all angles yeah. and it completely changed and um, I, and sort of while I'm talking about the twin stick shooter I would actually say it's, this game reminds me more of I'd say Geometry Wars than it does something like Zelda it feels a lot more like a twin stick shooter than it does an RPG generally although it does have RPG elements yeah so I would, I'd I've sort of got on with it and carried on and uh, as it went I'd say I'd enjoyed it more and more and it gives you more and more guns to play with each of them a lot different uh, there's lots of options and there's a good thing the game has I think it's a good way of teaching you how to use the weapons it's what what's called the proving grounds oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. each weapon has one and it's basically a, a bronze silver gold type thing where there's challenges with the weapons and it basically teaches you how to play the game so um, you chi- you choose a couple of weapons you like you do the proving grounds and then and then you you're starting to master the game a little bit and get more more into it and from from that point really i did enjoy it a lot i'd say there's there is some problems with the game there's uh i think the controls aren't too great i didn't really like the blocking system it gives you a shield that lets you block in front of you but it's not particularly well implemented i don't think it's uh it's quite easy to get get your controls a bit mixed up and I don't know, it just didn't feel quite intuitive, really. Right. I think they perhaps could have done a block that 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 protects you from all angles, but made you less... Uh, I don't know, just blocks your movement a little, a little bit or something. I'm not quite sure what they could have done, but I wasn't... I don't know, it just didn't have the finesse of uh, of a of a lot of other similar games, I don't think. I'm with you, yeah. Yeah, I did, I did think, basically, the way the, the game was built, expecting you to get hit, because the controls aren't perfect. So... It's almost like it, every time you got hit by a, an enemy, you wouldn't lose a great deal of health because the game almost expects you to get hit. And it also throws potions at you. So it's kind of... I think the best games are games where you can avoid... best. Sorry, the best games like this are ones where you can completely avoid getting hit by skillful play. But mm. I think that's next to impossible in this game because you, you're going to get hit sometimes. So I think that's a bit of a negative. But as the game went on, I did find myself getting hit less and less and... I don't know if that was down to skill or just time spent with the game, or maybe I'm not sure. But um, yeah, so I, but I did I did enjoy the the combat, and it got I, th- I felt it got better as the game went on, really, and as I was upgrading my guns, it's got a nice progression to it. Hmm. Yeah. So how about the the flow of the game? As I say, I thought the the start was poor, but it, the game came into itself, and I also thought the ending was pretty poor. I don't know if you recall, but um, this is, I don't think this is a spoiler either. It gives you it's one of those empowerment sections that a lot of games have it gives you a weapon which is really really powerful but as it does that it also completely slows you down it changes the game completely which I didn't like one bit really it's kind of over hours and hours it's taught you how to play the game and it's um, you're flying around you're getting better and better at it and then suddenly it completely slows you down and gives you this awkward weapon Mm. which I didn't enjoy using and there's a good it's probably only about a 5-10 minute section but it did sort of Ruined the ending a little bit for me. It's not to say I've, I've I've taken that away from the game; it didn't lessen my enjoyment at all. But I did think the ending was a little bit weak for that. It's not a huge thing, but but there you go. I think the story of the game I didn't understand what was going on at all. It was just this <laughs> this gruff voice talking in metaphor, and I didn't think there was any substance at all. I, not that I care because story in games doesn't mean anything to me generally. Yeah, plenty of variety in the game. I thought that the game was uh, built. To take advantage of New Game Plus, which is something I like. I like I like it when a game is short and has replayability. It's kind of Mm. that's a turn on for me compared to these really really long drawn out games. What I didn't like though is I I got straight into New Game Plus and it didn't seem to up the difficulty at all. And so you've got all these upgraded weapons, but the enemies are just as easy. I think a great example of difficulty in New Game Plus is Dark Souls, which I know you've not played yet. Mm. It basically the The enemies are much harder the second time around. Yeah. So it's so it's uh, I don't know. It's a much better way of doing things.
0: I don't I don't tend to do a huge amount of new game plus, but that's my general understanding of it. Is uh, you know that's that's the whole idea of it. Surely is that um, you keep your abilities, but you've got a much bigger challenge the second time through.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's 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 other games that, I can't think of any to hand, but there's other games that that do it well as well. And I'm quite a fan of that—a short game which is very replayable. Mm bayonetta springs to mind that's got um you know you keep all you keep all your moves but you're fighting different waves of enemies and things i I really like that a nice concise game with different enemies basically i think that works really well yeah yeah so what else is that there's little bits in the game where you've got allies helping you um i don't know if you recall those a bit i thought there was a, a couple of those which were fantastic and i thought that was a pretty underused thing I'm not. Again, on the other hand, it's you don't want that too much because it stops. It stops you. That you know, it's, it takes away from the skill of the game, I suppose. Mm. So I was. It's not a particular bad point. It's just something I picked out. Going back to the uh, the slow start of the game, I think it brings up the argument really. Can a game? Is it okay for a game to take two hours to get going? And I always think of the. You know, the game. Did you play Crackdown back in the day?
0: I did. Yeah, I love Crackdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always thought. I don't know what your opinion on this. This is. But do you think it'd be a better game if, at the very start, you're just a normal police officer who's got no particular skills at all, and then over the course of a couple of hours, you gradually get these powers, and uh, go from being, you know, just some some normal police officer to some ultra powerful, well, what you turn out in in Crackdown as. Um, yeah, but... I just think that would be for me. I always thought that would be a really great game way to start that game. But I can understand why people wouldn't like it. I don't know what do you think
0: I think yeah I think a lot of people got different tolerances for like you say slow starting games but no that that does sound like a particularly interesting way they could have gone with that because yeah I mean it's it's obviously a fair while since that came out but as as I remember it yeah you get all your powers pretty much straight away don't you and there is a leveling up mechanic there but you're pretty much super powerful right from the off um so yeah that's that's I had never thought of it to be honest with you but yeah that would be interesting
1: yeah yeah, it's just I don't know it's just something I've always thought about that particular game and uh, I think a lot of games just seem to throw every just throw all their ideas at you within the first couple of hours really and uh, yeah. I think that's quite sad but I also think it's indicative really of how games have to do that because there's so many available as this as as our massive lists show show <laughs> yeah. really like as I said at the start of this this game I've you know i might have got around to it one day i would have given it 20 minutes and that would have been it i wouldn't have gone back but the fact that i've given it the uh 10 or so hours it took to complete is um i've enjoyed it a lot
0: so you definitely would have sacked it off would you if you'd been playing it normally
1: absolutely 100 percent. yeah yeah
0: that's interesting so well i mean going back to your crackdown point then i mean if that had started slowly with with very few abilities do you think you would have stuck with something like that then because there was enough else going on there
1: it's an interesting one i like I tend to like um, third-person and first-person shooters, so I sure, would have stuck yeah. with it. And I, pr- I probably would have heard about how it went, whereas Bastion's a lot more of a... Um, it's a lot less well-known, isn't it? And I didn't mm. know it was going to turn into this twin-stick shooter type game.
0: I was going to touch on that point as well. It's an interesting comparison to um, to Geometry Wars there. Again, I hadn't really made that that kind of comparison myself, but I kind of, I kind of see where you're coming from, because I played through it mainly with the... The longer range weapons as well I yeah. think there's a bow in there as well isn't there i think i played with for a while and the, the kind of musket and and things but um but yeah that's that's interesting
1: yeah it's 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 i was really surprised i found myself and also as time went on i was doing more dodging than i was blocking yeah as well and i just found it i don't know it had a very nice flow to it in the end i was just enjoying just flying around and shooting all these enemies and there's a lot of variety in the enemies as well and it wasn't just simply you know face an enemy and shoot at it there was some tactics going on
0: yeah
1: it's a, a very good game
0: did you come around to the visual style at all or was that just not not your thing
1: um i definitely i wouldn't say i disliked it i thought the the world itself looked nice i didn't like how the main character looks i just think he's mm-hmm. i don't know just just didn't register with me at all really yeah but um yeah i thought it was more functional than anything
0: so, I mean, with the new Game Plus not offering a huge challenge, I take it you're unlikely to, to um, go any further with it now?
1: As I said the first week, there's very few games I've finished, really, mm. and it takes something special for me to play anything twice. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, most of the time, anyway. No, well I mean, uh,
0: that's the point I was going to make. I mean, the fact you finished it is, is, is a good thing, I suppose, like you yeah, said, yeah. Cause you, you touched on that, that you, you hardly ever finish any games, even if you're, you're really enjoying them, like Mark of the Ninja we spoke about last week.
1: I thought that was a big... A big plus on this game i don't think there was a wasted screen in it i thought it was just really concise and mm. um 15 minute levels bite size you know a really good game yeah definitely
0: yeah and you, you mentioned the proving grounds there i remember really enjoying those as well going for the gold medals in that mm. and, and things like that and um yeah there's a, there was enough there to keep me interested to the end certainly and now I'm, I'm glad you got on with it in the end yeah nice one cool okay well <clears throat> let's move on to my game then i um you picked Cave Story for me. Um, did you want to speak a little bit about why you picked it?
1: Yeah, so Cave Story Plus. I think I said last week briefly. It's a it's a Metroidvania, but a bit more shooter based than, than those two games. Or, oh, actually, Metroid's pretty much all shooter, isn't it? But this one's I suppose it's a little bit more actiony. Mm. And uh, I don't. I, I just really enjoyed it, and I couldn't believe it was made by one guy as well. But uh, yeah, I'd like to see what you thought.
0: Yeah, well um I was excited to play it, especially when you kind of drew the Metroid comparison. I, I found it a mixed bag really, um, but on the whole, a really enjoyable experience and, and as you've just mentioned, um really, you know, remarkable that, that when you read into it this that it's put together by one guy, essentially in his spare time over a number of years. And and as you say, it's it's kind of a two D action based platformer. Uh, there are some Metroid points there. there's not a huge amount of backtracking unless you're, you're kind of going for secret objectives and things like that but there, yeah. there are upgrades um to 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 sort of work through along the way. but my first experience of the game was um, wasn't ideal. I hit up upon a stumbling block really early. Um, I couldn't seem to speak to any of the characters or interact with any objects or even go through go through a doorway. Oh right. Okay. And uh, I thought my pad—I was playing on a pad. I thought that it can't be configured correctly. So I sort of came out, reconfigured all the all the uh, bindings, went back in. It still wasn't happening. Yeah. I couldn't understand what's going on. So I'm trying A, B, all the face buttons, and and I know you know up is is normally sort of go through doorway, and it wasn't happening until I pushed down on the on the stick, and and that was what I needed to do. I'm, oh right. Okay. I, I I don't know. I can't ever remember playing a game where that was a a normal you know that's something that was expected of you and in this game it it doesn't introduce you to to any of the keys it kind of expects you to understand the general language of video games if you've played a game before you know i don't know if it's
1: a i think i recall having the same issue because i think it it might be a japanese thing you know how also i don't know if you've noticed in some japanese games on the playstation the circle get button would be confirmed rather than x yes and x is cancelled so i don't know if it's similar to that just a culture thing
0: yeah, well, I wondered whether it was uh, like an early Nintendo thing because I mean I never had a, a NES or a Super Nintendo growing up and I wondered whether it was something that was a staple of some of those games. I don't know whether you had those systems or not.
1: No, I've uh, I've like you, I think it, the same thing hit me, I think playing this game and I don't recall yeah. playing a game with the same same uh press down to proceed thing.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, you know, the f- the fact that it didn't give you the controls, it must be Uh, It must have been prevalent at some point. But yeah, I seem to have skipped that whole sort of uh, set of games. But um, I mean, once I got going, that that was obviously fine. (laughs) But I did initially find some of the controls a little bit frustrating at first. Um, I found the jump a little bit floaty um, early on. Uh, I was finding it kind of hard to judge my landings. And and there's a fair bit of platforming, um, you know, with narrow platforms in the game. So that, that obviously wasn't ideal to start with. But you know, it was just a case of playing it for half an hour and getting used to it, and uh, and then it was second nature really. So that again, that wasn't an issue. And and once I got into the flow of the game, I found myself, you know, really really enjoying it. it you can't say it does anything particularly groundbreaking, but again, going back to the point, this is one guy made this this game, yeah. it's, and it's not a small game by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the fact that he made it in his spare time, that although it doesn't do anything groundbreaking, as I say, it, it, all the elements are there for a really enjoyable sort of action platformer. Mm. I particularly liked the the weapon level up mechanic. Yeah. So there are a number of weapons to collect along the way. Some are optional. Some you'll you'll not find unless you sort of go looking for the extra objectives. But when you when you beat an enemy, um, some of them will drop shards. Uh, these golden shards, and if you pick them up. That'll level up the, the weapon you currently have equipped uh, and it goes up three levels and as it levels up it, it gives you extra abilities but if you take damage so does your weapon so that so the, the weapon can go back down to a poorer state again and I thought I was going to find that frustrating at first but I ended up really kind of embracing that mechanic. It kind of um, reminded me of sort of scrolling shoot 'em ups and um, mm. kind of when you collect power-ups and what have you but if you get hit you, you go back to your normal weapon and yes that introduced quite a nice risk-reward mechanic you know do you do you take it slowly or do you try and get a bit cocky when you've got better weapons and try yeah, and blast yeah. your way through? I also really loved the boss battles. They're kind of real old-school um, bosses. Pretty challenging, but but never unfairly so. Definitely. This, I mean, the, the difficulty was, was pitched pretty perfectly for me. Um, I was playing it on easy, admittedly. Not something I normally do, but it does advise you at the start of Cave Story Plus, if you're new to the game, to, to play it on easy. And it seemed about uh, about right for me. i quite surprised uh,
1: at that, because I found it, although it was, um, I wouldn't say it was an easy game, I found it pretty manageable on normal. But um, I don't know, maybe easy is not that much easier than normal. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Obviously, I've not tried a normal yet, but yeah, the, I mean, the general levels were absolutely fine. As I say, the bosses were tough. So a couple of them, it took me two or three goes to get past. I um, love Balrog.
1: He's he's the one that keeps turning up, isn't he? The, yeah. the big block type guy. Yeah, yeah the big dog. Yeah. You keep fighting him over and over. I love, I love that guy.
0: Yeah, he's brilliant. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a nice streak of humour throughout the game. And as you touched on before, you know, storyline, a lot of games don't do not do it that well. And, and I mean, it's fairly slight here, but there are some nice touches. Um, yeah, It's pretty humorous, as I say. There's a couple of nice poignant moments along the way. I think a bit um, of
1: it gets lost in translation. It's quite weird in places, sure. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. Um, one thing I did have a problem with, it, after an hour or so, you, you can pick up a map. And I thought, oh, fantastic, because yeah. there are a couple of points where you wouldn't necessarily know where to go unless you're, you're exploring every nook and cranny, which I do tend to do anyway. But you open the map, and it was just ludicrously small and hard to make out. I mean, once you've, you've looked at it for a while, it's fine for maybe telling if there's a secret passage or, or something like that. But for an actual map, it, it's not really fit for purpose. You only get the current screen. It doesn't give you an overview of you know all the different levels um, that mm. you've been to. Um, so it was it was odd, really. Um I don't know, it just it was just ridiculously small. You had to kind of squint to make anything out and yeah. I don't
1: even remember using the map, to be honest. I yeah. mean I'm sure I did use it. Is it did you feel it was necessary to progress or?
0: No, to be honest, I was only checking it because because it was there.
1: I'm one of these
0: people who has to try and mop up every kind of secret and, and side quest. So I was kinda of looking to see if there were any false walls or, you know, any rooms I hadn't been to yet. But yeah, as soon as I kind of brought it up, it was it, it, it was impossible to use but no it, it wasn't a hindrance to actually playing the game
1: as intended at all really you brought it um, up earlier the um, the lack of backtracking in this game and that is something i particularly liked because mm. um i don't know if you've played much metroid or castlevania but those games are backtrack heavy yes and yeah. i liked how how this game just flows and it just uh you you, you don't have to backtrack much at all really i really like that
0: yeah, I've never admittedly never played a Castlevania game despite owning a couple surprise surprise but um I played um the first couple of Metroid Primes on the GameCube and um yeah, I, d- I didn't mind the backtracking to a certain extent but certainly later on later on in the game if you're like me and you've got an affliction where you need to go back and try and find every missile upgrade or whatever then yeah, I mean you're adding a ridiculous amount of time onto the game for that that's yeah. admittedly not very fun but it's just something I f- I feel I need to do because I'm a fool I'm glad I don't have that. Yeah. Yeah, don't blame you at all. And the other issue I had with the game is to do with something I despise in, in any game, is an underwater level. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> kind of dating right back to... Probably the, the the one that sticks out for me is Sonic the Hedgehog oh, on the Mega Drive.
1: Oh, I, I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah. I, I, and it, to be fair, this, this game did nothing to change my mind on that. It's the kind of... Going back to what you were saying about the end of Bastion earlier on, it's the sluggish movement for no yeah. reason. You know, having to constantly get back up to the surface for air i just don't see the fun in that at all
1: taking away the freedom of control you've had for the entire game yeah yeah, yeah. exactly
0: yeah i just I, I won't ever get it and I, I don't remember ever playing a game with a with a fun underwater section really but yeah it, to be fair in this one it, it you know it doesn't last for a hell for, for for too long and once it's over it doesn't revisit it
1: so it, one it's bit not... sorry carry on no no you go on I was gonna say one bit of advice, never play Echo the Dolphin ever. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. I say I had a Mega
0: Drive but I never I never played it.
1: Yeah, it's underwater levels throughout obviously. Yeah. And also it has the world's worst mechanic where as a dolphin you have to constantly look for air and it's just oh it's just the most stressful, horrible game.
0: That's surely completely logical. I don't get that. Why would you need air?
1: Dolphins have to breathe have to go up for air constantly. Oh do they?
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay that's probably why they got a blowhole is it (laughs) okay oops (laughs) i'll be cutting that bit out (laughs) Uh, yeah so i won't play echo don't play echo okay all right but yeah i mean i've i feel like i've said a few negatives in a row here but uh, I did really enjoy the game on the whole. Like I say, there's a good few kind of secret bits and pieces sprinkled sprinkled around for people who want to do that. They really kind of reward exploration. One thing in particular that I don't think you would, if I remember correctly, you wouldn't get unless you go looking for it is um, is a machine gun um, that you can trade an early weapon for. Yeah. And, you know, it's a good weapon in its own right, and I thought, oh, fantastic. And then about half an hour after using it, I realised when it was fully levelled up, if you jump up in the air and shoot downwards, it essentially works as a jetpack and you can sort yeah, of rise yeah. to the top of the level and, yeah, and whiz great. around using it. And it's fantastic. It's, it's It brings a completely different dynamic to the game. I don't know, did you did you come across that when you played it?
1: I did. I did the same swap as you getting that gun. The fact yeah. that it's an optional gun, not only is it an optional gun, it's also there's also a good chance you'll never discover the fact that you can shoot down and do that. Like you, I found that it, it took me a while before I noticed. Yeah. And it's oh, it... not necessary to finish the game, but it does help. And it is, yeah, it's a great little se- great, great, little Easter egg, really.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's uh, like you say, it's it's not essential by any means, but there are some kind of more kind of climbing sections towards the end, which we'll come to in a minute. That obviously it completely helps with, and if yeah, that... if you are doing any of the backtracking, you can just you know fly past a bunch of the enemies and it,
1: makes you feel it's... all clever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's fantastic and and like you say i just completely stumbled across it and it's just a nice little bonus and the other reason i like to be able to sort of whiz through like that is that the game has respawning enemies which it it wasn't so much of a, a bother in this but certain games mm. that really bugs me and can really put me off a game it, i don't know whether it depends on my mood or the type of game but if i've cleared an area in in um a first in a third person shoot or something yeah. and, and come back and the respawn it can sometimes really really put me off but yeah. here with the um, kind of levelling up and down mechanic of the weapons it's sometimes kind of you're actually glad for that so if you've got a, you know, a big boss fight you've gone in and you've lost it and you need to level up some of your weapons again actually going back to an earlier screen and having that kind of cannon fodder to, um, to level up with is actually um, a positive thing
1: yeah I think it's necessary as well in a game the way you do do some backtracking etc yeah. otherwise it'd just be it'd just get dull if there's yeah, nothing absolutely. there yeah
0: yeah, um, and as I mentioned, I mean, I got to what I thought was the end, uh, yeah. but it seems like there are, there are multiple endings. I, I got as far as the first kind of optional ending. I think I played for maybe six hours. Okay, and um, I found what what, what happened uh, when I took that optional ending was was quite amusing. Um, you kind of defeat a boss and, and need to make a choice. Essentially, you can either escape with another character, or it tells you you can kind of stay and face an uncertain future. Okay. and I, I kind of chose to escape to see what would happen uh, and if you do that um you kind of get a downbeat message come up on screen almost instantly say saying something along the lines of well well done you escaped but everyone else you knew and loved perished <laughs> and and uh and then in on steam an achievement pops up which is just called coward <laughs> it's kind of um sort of told me in no uncertain terms i didn't do the right thing there so um i went back and played played a, a tiny bit more after that but it yep. seems there's um there's perhaps a proper ending to go for and i had assumed it would only be maybe one or two more screens after that and and the final boss but having read up on it a little bit it it, it seems that taking that ending actually cuts up cuts off quite a huge amount of the game i mean one review suggested it was about half half the game i don't know whether you've got oh, any experience okay. of that
1: yeah like you said there's there's three endings i remember oh, okay. um i remember i remember getting to the bit you're on about and look and doing exactly what you did um the second i didn't think it was half the way perhaps two thirds i think half's a bit a bit off but yeah there's still a fair chunk left and it does get a bit more intense and it's it's and then i never played the last ending though i I got to the second one i watched i think a speedrun of the last bit and uh, it gets pretty insane. It's basically for the or that last bit, okay. but the middle ending you should definitely do if you get time. It's, um, it's, it's, it's the proper ending of the game. Yeah, definitely.
0: I'll, I'll definitely do that. Like I say, I mean, I had a couple of really minor nickels with the game, but on the whole, I really enjoyed it, and I definitely will. Um, I mean, I tend to finish games that I, even if I'm not enjoying them. So I, I will, um, I'll definitely go through and get at least that that kind of oh, second okay. ending. Yep. But, but yeah, I mean, did you have any more points to make about? about case story
1: not really um no. I'm pretty much in line with what you've said really yeah. it's um i did i enjoyed it a great amount there's a couple of bits which i thought were a bit poor design as in i got a bit lost and had to look at an faq to find out where to go next okay a bit yeah. of poor signposting yeah. but um it was i think it only happened twice it's it's a brilliant game i can't believe one guy as i said a bunch of times i can't believe it's just one guy um yeah. and if that came out on the SNES or the NES or any time back then, I think it would have been a very high-scoring, lauded game, and it's just been made by one guy.
0: Yeah. Did, did you play the when it first came out, or did you play the, the
1: kind of remaster that I've just played? I think it came out in 2004, is that right? Or I think really so, good? yeah. yeah. Um, I think I played it about 2010. So it was okay. before the HD remake, but yeah. um, not when it came out.
0: Yeah, just briefly, I... Um... I played through it, you know, with the new the new HD graphics and everything. But I did just to to have a look. Sort of, it gives you the option to go back to the old style graphics. Yeah, and it still looks really charming and nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And 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 for people who prefer that kind of art style, then um, it's certainly not unplayable on on today's machines. It's um, it still looks still looks the part.
1: I think it has different music as well, doesn't it? It has the original, yeah. and then like a Soup Talk. But I've heard the Soup Talk one's really good, so I, I might be up for replaying it one day.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not not a, a, a mass. I say it's not really short, but it's not a huge game if you want to just get through it either. I mean, like I said, I think I spent six hours, but that was looking for, for um, extra bits and pieces too. So I reckon maybe four or five hours, especially as you've played it before, you, you could probably whiz through it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, excellent game. And uh, like I said last week, it, it probably would have languished down the bottom of my list for a long time purely because. Although I knew it was highly regarded, I I didn't know a huge amount more than that. So yeah. no, I'm I'm really glad I got the opportunity to kind of bump it, bump it up nice and one. get through it. Nice one, excellent. Okay, well, let's move on to our picks for next week. Then have you have you picked something for me?
1: I have, yeah. I think you expected me to pick this first week from oh, what else coming then? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some caveats. So the game is Dark Souls as as like you say, <laughs> you know, it's coming. Uh, yeah. It's one of my favourite games ever. Um, been clear about that. I have got a few caveats because I don't want you to get too bogged down with it and I don't want you to to hate it. (laughs) So what I've done, I've put together a bit of a um, starter's guide for you. So I'll send that across. And I've also, the main caveat I just want you to play up to the gargoyles. So it's the the second um, well, sorry, third boss and it's not too long In it's probably about five hours I'd say. Okay. Um, It's very achievable you know there's nothing too hard before it there's a few there's a few parts where there's a few alleys you don't want to go down and there's a few enemies which you want to ignore okay. for now and I'll tell you about those um, but yeah okay. just crack on just get just get into it and um, just see how you get on and I think that's a good point for you to decide whether or not you want to continue really
0: no, That sounds ideal No, um, I mean I've spoken to you about it before I find it a daunting game to, to get into I, Absolutely. Have, I have tried it before And I forget the exact point at which I stopped and it was part distraction from something else, uh, but it was certainly partly from what you've just said. I think maybe I was trying to take something on. I shouldn't have been trying to take on and getting frustrated with it. Um, Because like I say, I I try, if I see something I want to try and, (laughs) I want to try and do it um, rather than maybe taking the hint and actually coming back and, and doing it later on. So yeah, I'll, that's excellent that you've done that guide. I'll, I'll make sure I stick to that and, um, and give it a good go because yeah yeah. on on paper it sounds like the kind of game i'd absolutely love um but it's 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 incredibly daunting too because i think
1: i think everybody has that that wall you're speaking of that sort of it's a very intimidating game it's um overwhelming and i think there's a point there's a sort of wall that everybody has to break down when they play it but that's i think once that's broken down the game just grabs you and uh, it doesn't let go but um, I'd like, I'd be interested to see if if you get to that point because I know I do know of a couple of people who gave it a good go, ten hours or so, and then gave and then decided not to play anymore. But um, the vast majority it yeah, goes I, it goes on to be one of their favourite games. So yeah,
0: yeah. I think if I get over that initial barrier, um, you know, like I said, knowing what I'm like with games, I, it's unlikely I'll give it up. Unless I'm really, really hating it, but no, like I, I think my kind of initial reluctance was was its notorious for not telling you anything at the outset. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the fact that you've given me that kind of um, I think that's a, a very
1: will, um... yeah. Sorry, I've interrupted you again. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, go on. I was going to say I think it's uh, I think one of my very few um, criticisms of the game is that it, it doesn't explain anything to you, and I think it should be better in that respect, but. Like I say, I'll, I'll do a little. I've done a little bit of a guide. for you. I'll send that across. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, it's, I, it's an odd one because I, I actually kind, I kind of like the idea of a game that that doesn't tell you anything. But I think this one is pretty extreme in in that respect. In that there are so many things that the dedicated yeah. players have have learned. That you just wouldn't have a chance of, of well, in, from my perception, you wouldn't have a chance of knowing unless you really put that time into it. But, yeah. but no, I'm looking forward to tackling it. Like I say, it's a daunting okay. thing for me to get to, but um, I'm actually quite quite looking forward to it. Okay, so excellent. Okay, <clears throat> onto my pick for you then. It's the cave. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I've picked it presumably because it doesn't strike me as the kind of game you would normally play i don't know whether that's fair or not but I, i'm assuming you've only got it because of playstation plus
1: yeah that's right
0: okay did you did you ever play the kind of classical point and click adventures on pc
1: yeah i was I, when i was um when i was a wee lad i didn't <laughs> grow up in scotland or anything. i don't know why i said that I played Monkey Island, Day of the Tentacle, okay. uh, quite a few others. So yeah. yeah, So I am very familiar with this type of game. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool.
0: Well, I mean, that's that's. I mean, you mentioned Monkey Island there. Uh, the guy who directed this game and also directed the first Monkey Island game, Ron Gilbert, is is the main reason I was so excited for this game when it was announced. It was um, developed by Double Fine, who Tim Schafer, another kind of uh, a big name in the point and click adventure scene, is at. Um, so I was massively excited for this game, and it, it's a it's a new twist okay. on on point and clicks. Uh, I won't say anything about how I felt about. The game, yeah, 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 uh, sure. But yeah, yeah, I thought I'd go for something a bit different because I've given you two action RPGs in a row, although they were were different. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's let's see how
1: you get on with it anyway. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. I know it's got some. Is it? Um, you, multiple characters which you switch between. That's about all I know. But I'll yeah. I'll yeah I'll get stuck into it and see what I think definitely. Okay, excellent.
0: Right, well that's that's it then I guess. Um, <clears throat> thanks to everyone for listening. We we do appreciate it. If you've got any feedback or any suggestions that you want to get in touch, then uh, we are a bit more organised this week. Uh, you can get hold of us on Twitter at CatchUpPod or one word, or email us at hello at playingcatchup.co.uk. And if you are enjoying the show and you have a couple of minutes, if you consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes, that would be amazing. It would uh, it would help us reach more people. And we'd, we'd appreciate it massively. But but mainly, just thanks for listening. Uh, that's it. Until next week. Bye bye. Yeah. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Oh, we're back. We've just realised that um, Tim, your internet isn't actually working very well, so you can't might not be able to download the cave.
1: Yeah, I, it's because I've just moved, so we're not going to get the internet for a couple of weeks probably.
0: Okay, so we've you've just looked through your Steam profile to see what you've already got on the PC. So we've got a kind of contingency game to pick in case uh, you don't get to play the cave. I've gone for Dear Esther. Um, do you know a huge amount about it?
1: Um, I don't. I know that it's a... well, people have said that it's a style over substance game, which I've got no problem with, so I'm willing to give it a go, see what happens. I've heard it's very short, which, um, which is something that's uh, an, another plus in my book. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I'll give it a go, give it a run through.
0: Yeah, I remember I I I've only played five or ten minutes of it when I first got it and then got distracted by something else. But um as it is supposed to be such a short game, I'll uh, I'll probably bless through it as well this week so that we can discuss it uh, next week if you don't get to play the cave. Um but yes, yeah. that that's why we're back. Uh let's swap the cave for Dear Esther, probably. <laughs> okay, mate. Okay, see ya. Bye, bye-bye. bye mate. Bye.